What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Keystone Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Marcus Petnetti. Thank you for joining me. So on this week's episode, we are joined by Mr. Lane Hausner of In The Presence. If you guys are unaware and you don't follow Lane and the In The Presence boys, please go do so. Uh, Instagram handle is In The Presence. They got like eight guys all together on this. And they got a lot of good content on YouTube. So highly, highly recommend their YouTube channel, man. Get on there. Definitely worth checking it out. They got lots of stuff on there from shark fishing to Maryland archery, Pennsylvania archery, climbing sticks, uh, DIY camera stuff, DIY archery uh, targets. Just, Just get on there and check it out, man. They got a lot of really good content. Uh, and actually, we were even talking about some Sika deer hunting, which you guys will see in the uh, episode here. Something that I'm pretty excited about, and I'm definitely going to try my hand in here going into next year. With that, a little uh, update on me in the woods. Welcome to Velvet Fest. Here we go, baby. It's time. We're getting into that stage. It, and and it, the, the times change, and I mean, we're, we're getting towards the dog days of summer, and I realize that, and it might be hard to get out there and get those cameras hung. You'll be sweating your ass off. You might get some ticks, jiggers, wherever you're at. I mean, you just got to do it, man. Get out there. Get some pictures early. I know some guys really don't go out there and try to get them early pictures of velvet deer and all that, and that's fine. I get it, you know, but... There is information to be had in the early parts of the year here. And if you can get out there and get it, you might be able to get on a deer early in the season rather than later in the season, which would be somewhere around the rut or catching them, checking scrapes and whatnot uh, into a late October. So if you have on your agenda that you want to try to shoot a buck early this year, my recommendation is find the food source. If you're finding a food source now, you're going to get some good pictures of bucks. They're, yes, they're in bachelor groups and things do seem to change. But in my experience, I have seen mature bucks with younger bucks early, very early in the season, you know, going into the first week or so. Even if they're just letting them kind of straggle along and chase them along, I've seen it. So the bachelor groups don't really scare me. But anyway, back to this episode here. I quit babbling on. I hope you guys enjoy and thank you for joining us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with me today, Lane Hausner of In the Presence. Lane, how are you, bud? Real good, buddy. How you doing, Marcus? Good, man. Good, man. And uh, me and you were talking beforehand here, and I think we were on the phone for like 45 minutes, and it's crazy, <laughs> man, because I always do this, and, and I get to know the guys a little bit before we get on air and all that stuff, and yeah. I'm already sitting here. I'm I'm shaking. I'm excited. I have a bunch of cameras sitting here that I haven't got out yet, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, oh, man, hey, tomorrow morning I can't wait to wake up early and get out there and, and get them set up. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't wait, man. I'm telling I'm you. Up, like, I'm going out to Ohio right now, actually. Yeah. yeah. Me, that's... And Al- me and Alex are hanging. I think we got, like, six cameras to hang, and we got four out here right now, so we're going to, like, pull all those. But... Yeah. Oh, so you have some soaking right now, too? Oh, yeah, dude. They've been oh, soaking man. probably since the end of deer season, dude, honestly. <laughs> so, so, you guys, you know, what will happen is you'll get out there and somebody will have stolen the SD cards out of them. Or oh, I guarantee you probably two of them out of the four will be gone. Oh, man. We, we, hang, we hang them up high. We treat it. It's it's private, but we treat it like public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of how we hunt and how we run everything. So Yeah, you got to, man. Well, honestly, you got, yep. got, got eyes and guys everywhere, you know? 
Oh, I know. So, I know. Um, but yeah, you're on to, you're on your way to Ohio right now, and uh, I get it, man. You know, it's, it's a great place to hunt. But uh, you're a PA guy, so give us a little bit about yourself, man. Let's talk about what you're into, what you do for a living, and how you got started into the hunting and uh, fishing game. All right. Well, my name's Lane Hausner. I'm from Mannheim, Pennsylvania, in Lancaster County. And basically, growing up, you know, no one in my family hunted at all. And it wasn't until middle school time that my buddy Alex Sensenick and, like, his dad was a big hunter, and they kind of, like, took me under their wing and got me started in hunting. And at first, I was just a diehard rifle hunter. I was like, oh, man, bow hunting sucks. Like, I mean, like, I would just not – I was totally against bow hunting for, like, the first year. Right. And then, like, I went on, I went on, like, my first, like, U-Dell hunt, you know what I mean? I didn't shoot one, but I was like, oh, man, like, rifle's awesome. And then I was like, someone said, like, man, you know, if you if you get a bow, you can hunt way more, like, way longer. And I was like, I don't know. And then my brother, actually, my brother, he's four years younger than me. He bought me, like, a little, you know, bear, like, Kmart, Walmart bow, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this back and actually buy, like, a legit bow and actually try to get in this. So I took it back, went to Lancaster Archery, and bought my first compound. And then that year, I shot my first buck. It was like a little six-point off my cabin. Dude, I was hooked from there on. <laughs> I don't think, like, from there on, I don't think I touched a gun for, like, the next probably five, six years. And then I started, like, you know, kind of gun hunting with buddies and stuff like that. But, you know, the majority of my deer kills, my buck kills, I do with my bow. Yeah. And I love bow hunting. But I, I get it fully. And... You know, we don't talk down on other people that wait like to kill deer or anything else with without a bow. You know, yeah. But it's yeah. a it's a different experience. I understand. You know, you're a lot more involved. Yeah. You, you can't shoot them at a hundred yards, and it's no knock to a guy who spends eighty hours a week work and then wants to get out and shoot a deer three hundred yards. He might only have three days to hunt. But yeah. it's yeah. it's a different process. There's a lot more that goes into it. You don't just go shoot your rifle one day and say, okay, I'm sighted, I'm ready to go. You yeah. know, you got to know, yeah. know your weapon and all that stuff, man. I, yeah, I feel you. It's like a marriage, man. Your bow is like your best friend. It's crazy. Oh, trust me, dude. I know. Like I spent so much time with that thing, <laughs> but, and then, so then basically growing up, you know, I was kind of, I kind of always, me and Alex were always friends and we actually started watching, uh, you know, watching outdoor channel stuff like that. And arrow flexion was really big at that time. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I remember picking up like a little point and shoot camera, a little Nikon camera and started like filming our hunts, you know, and we'd edit, we'd like, you know, edit it and put it on YouTube and have like just down with the sickness plan in the background. I mean, it'd just be like little, just, you know, clips. And dude, we just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And then middle school kind of got out of the filming thing. High school came and, uh, at my high school, they offered like some photography classes and some like video production classes. So I did both of those classes, and, like, I really liked it. I mean, I knew I wanted to actually get, you know, do it. And then right out of high school, I think I was 18, my mom bought me my first, like, DSLR camera. Mm-hmm. And I, I took it down to New Jersey, and I shot a doe, and I filmed it. And I was like, yo, this is actually <laughs> sweet. We can actually, I can actually do this and, like, get good at it, I think. Because, like, I, I had the all, like, the editing side and production side down, kind of. You know what I mean? Just from my, like, past experiences. But it was just, like actual like raw filming and like actually killing a deer on camera it was like wow we can actually do it i remember going back home and like having this whole plan about how i'm going to talk this up to alex to get him on board and i like like said the first word to alex i'm like hey man you want to start filming our hunts and he's like dude i'm so down he got a dslr and i'll never forget we went out to ohio that year he shot a turkey i filmed it 
I thought, dude, it was like the worst video ever. <laughs> but I mean, we just we thought it was like the best thing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's basically that's basically how in the present started. And then from there, man, it grew. I mean, like I got an opportunity to go out west to a rawhide guide service. I guided out there for a little bit, filmed a little bit for Roy Rife out there, and came back home. Got an internship with the Untamed in 2019. Did that. Came back home and I. Like I met up with my buddy Jason Go. My dad actually, my dad, and my mom got divorced, and he, his girlfriend, is basically Jason's wife's mom. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how me and Jason met. And Jason, I met, is just a diehard bow hunter, public land hunter. I mean, this dude kills monster bucks every single year on public land. Right. And basically, you know, I started talking to him, and you know, we became really good friends in the past, like since 2019 or whatever. And uh you know, talk to him about picking up a camera. Sure enough, he picked up a camera. And last year, I mean, we put out 30 deer episodes. And, man, I mean, it was awesome. It was semi-live format. So, basically, like, after every single hunt, I just meet up with the guys, get the footage, edit it, put it on video, like, put it on YouTube, you know. And, yeah, man, we grew. I mean, I think we gained, like, over a 1,000 subscribers in, like, uh, under, like, nine months. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, man. And that's so, that's real hard to do, you know, so – any even if you're self-filming or you're filming for somebody else man there there's just there's so much that goes into it that a lot of people don't know and oh i know <laughs> i i we tried to do it man and, and hats off to you guys because it is so difficult i mean oh, yeah and a lot of people like to talk down on like the stars and stuff uh you know like the lees and uh um, yeah, you know whoever else you know even like yeah, some people like, right right and some people talk down on like uh like midwest like winky and them guys and stuff but yeah dude them guys are killers you know oh i know and man. what what they're doing man the the film they're getting is this that's hard this is really hard to do yeah it's the, the production side of it's really good the production side of it's really good but as far as like the actual like i mean trust me i know they kill monsters they kill monsters and they're killers they're killer mm-hmm. i'm not down them you know what i mean but like it's just a totally different style of hunting, man. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. you know how it is. Like, oh, yeah. if they would if they would come to PA or Maryland and try to do what we do, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, they hell, they might kill some. You know what I mean? They might kill right. good bucks, but I don't know. You know, it'd, mm-hmm. it'd be a test. I would say for them guys, and this is just obviously this is off the top of my head and my personal opinion, but if you let them come over here and and do their own thing on, you know, if they got private property and they do oh yeah with, i'm sure they can manage it and just absolutely sell hammers you right know what I mean? right right because that's what they're good at man they're literally they're farmers oh, yeah. you know yeah oh yeah and, which is cool that aspect yeah. of it's awesome yeah. i love that side of it you yeah. know what I mean? no doubt no doubt but then there's the other side of it like you know we don't have a whole bunch of money and yeah <laughs> going in blind on public land <laughs> Dude, that's it. based off topo maps you know what i mean <laughs> that's it man. and wind direction all yeah. right let's go kill a deer that's it, man. And it's, um, you know, anybody can argue with it. They could say, oh, you know, that's this or that. But if you were able to do that, and I'll send you to any other state, really, I'm telling you. I mean, maybe, you know, everybody talks about how hard Michigan is to hunt, and I know it is yeah. too. But, I mean, even my uncle and my dad, they were in Michigan, and they both want shot two bucks. So, I mean, I know lots of people yeah. to come to Pennsylvania, and they <laughs> They're like, there ain't no deer here. And you're like, oh, buddy, oh, you just, just got to learn how to hunt them. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. 
it's crazy. Right. And like I said, we never want to say, oh, we're tooting our own horn or nothing like that. We're just saying it's a different ball game here. That's all. It's, it yeah, it's totally different. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, just as anywhere else, you know what I mean? Yeah. But. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Um, So how uh, how many cameras do you usually run here? I know we were talking about it beforehand, and you're going out to put them out right now. Yeah, how many cameras? Usually yeah. right about 15, 20. Okay. And, and I, mean, I run them various. I mean, I got like, you know, I'm not running all cell cams. I got two cell cams and the rest are just conventional cameras. And I'm, in. Right. I'm just running them, um, you know, various public land around PA. That's my mostly in PA. I mostly just hunt public land. I have like one little private farm. It's like a little tree farm here in Lancaster. Uh-huh. And I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go whack a doe there, you know, every year basically. But as far as like good bucks go, man, there's nothing like the public, I think. You know, not, I mean, not, don't get me wrong. We talk, we were talking about knocking on doors. I've knocked on so many doors, man. I don't know what it is. I just, everyone is just, oh no, we hunt it. Oh no, sorry. Someone else hunts it. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, so basically this past year I've just been scouting, scouting, scouting on public. Well, man. Yeah. I mean that, that, I think that that's why the public hunting scene is a little more popular than knock on door too. Yeah. Cause it, it is so hard. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's not only just like people actually hunt it or anything like that, but people are just so afraid in today's Sioux Happy Society too. That oh yeah, exactly. Man. They it's get so terrible. afraid that you're gonna fall out of a tree, and next yeah, thing just you know, for everything. right? Exactly, man. And and that's fully understandable. So, um, well, let's get right into this, man. I know that you're on a camera trip. It's early season. Yep. We're excited. Yep. We're as Exodus would call it. It's velvet. It's velvet fest. You know, oh, yeah. we're we're into the thick of it on that. And yeah. what are you guys looking for when you get out there to set your camera? What what wow. is it? Your tall tale signs? What's the first thing? Especially if you're on a topo, man. Let's start with that. If you got a All topo, right. and I know yeah. you're going in blind, what's one of the first things you might look for to uh, say, hey, I want to go here and check this out. Maybe get a cam up. Okay. Uh, basically, the first thing I look for is like water. All right, I've had a lot of success mm-hmm. around water. And I mean, as far as topography map goes, like, you know how it is. Anything with just real, like, you know, real vast topography changes, that's kind of what I like. I like real big funnels. Like, we found this one little spot. I'm actually really excited to check out this spot. It's like this logging road that wraps around this uh, pond, all right? So, I mean, they can only, it's, I mean, it's a sheer, basically, cliff down to this pond. And then it's logging road. And on the other side, it's a sheer cliff. And down to like the road, and on the road, you can't even act on it. You can access it because it's how me and Alex access it. But like the normal, you know, Joe Smo, he's not gonna do it. You gotta, you gotta like wade through like a creek of just nastiness alongside the alongside the road. And I mean, it's like, it's not like a low creek. It's probably like five foot wide. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's like, it's not knee boot. It's waders. So like, we gotta bring waders out here. Just wade across it real quick. Take it off, and then we're good. And right. basically, you go up this logging road, and then it's like up this little hill. And it's like a little mountain kind of up there. It plateaus up there, and there's a bunch of oaks. There's a bunch of stuff up there that I'm in. You know, good bedding up there. And all around it is just, it basically, like I said, it's plateau. You know what I mean? So once you get up there, it's awesome. I love it. Dude, I, <laughs> and then and then leading off of it on the on the southwest side, I think it is. Let me think about this. Yeah, southwest side. There's like a little. There's like another little funnel that creeps down to like another like basically big patch of woods. All right. And no one really, that's like basically the back side of the property. And no one has ever had, like, there's this little, like, pin board out there to where we're going. And you got to pin, like, where your stands are. So everyone has, like, two pins, all right? So they got to, like, pin where their stands are so you kind of know. So me and Alex just look for whatever 
no pins are and like wherever like past pins haven't been either you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then we just run and gun on that side so that's how we capitalize yeah no no doubt man i'm and you were talking about like i know just from following you guys and watching some of your stuff like i know you guys are a lot of water access stuff yeah is that we're big on kayaks and like <laughs> boating and stuff like that yeah. that's i love that man i was just actually scouting a piece of pa today it was, it was basically a, a little uh let's just say it was surrounded by water mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's yeah. one of those pieces and uh dude i love it i i hung two trail cams there put a cell put a new cell cam out there actually so now i got three cell cams out yeah and yeah man i'm excited about that i mean there when you get on these like little pieces it's nuts because like you walk if you watch my story from that i post on a little little story Mm -hmm. dude it's like the thickest nastiest stuff it's basically just a sheer like cliff off the water you know what i mean for like five ten feet i mean it's that pure i don't even know what you call it but it it just reminds me of vietnam it's like kind of (laughs) just like that kind of like leaves you know like everything is just touching you touching your face Uh like it's just pure nasty and then you walk through that and it's probably like 20 25 yards of that and then it's like boom, basically like open woods and it, in there it's sweet i mean there is like heavy cattle trails and basically right along the edges of those banks is where i find the most like well-used trails and basically right. i'm pretty sure those are like buck trails and it's basically like just cruising the downwind side because it's always on like it's always the downwind side like you know it's normally like northwest wind west wind where we're at mm-hmm. so it's always on like kind of that eastern side of the island you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh the yeah. Of the island. No, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, and especially, like, if it's, if, you know, if the bedding is just slightly higher than where they're at, or vice versa, if they're higher yeah. than where the doe bedding is, yeah, definitely probably where the bucks are traveling for sure. Uh, yeah. But I know the stuff you're talking about, man. It's like a multi-floral rose kudzu vine mix. Yeah, dude, it's nasty, man. Yeah, man, it's stuff. pure... Nasty. Yeah, and you were saying Vietnam. Yeah, it reminds me of it too because I just want to napalm it all and just burn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling oh, you, man. that stuff is sick, man. It's nasty stuff. You get into some of them green briars and you're like, holy hell, you know these these freaking oh. jiggers on this thing is like three inches long. I know, dude. It's like, yeah. and it's all intertwined. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're yep. just going, and I meant like the like there's spider webs out there too that will like just eat a man. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> dude it's nuts like you gotta always have a little spider stick and you're just <laughs> whacking it dude like that's a, it, that's in the open hardwoods you know what i mean yeah. like when you're walking through i cut to it's like it's like that too but not as bad but once you hit that open hardwoods dude it's thick with those dang spiders yeah man i feel you but, feel like you're on kong island something yeah, like dude, and then, and then freaking <laughs> ground wasp too i didn't have to deal with that yet this year but like last year i paddled in there mm-hmm. i had caught this year i got a boat so last year i was paddling everywhere and I paddled into there, hung a trail cam, and dude, I got I got stung like three times by these ground wasps oh, or ground boy. bees, whatever those dude mm-hmm. they hurt. They yeah. What about uh we're talking about this the the thick here and what about what about ticks, man? Is that something ticks? That, yeah, is it something you see a lot of where you're at or not? Uh hit or miss, hit or miss. Hmm. Depends on like where I go. I mean if I'm up if I'm up north and like on like a couple pieces of like Pottstown area, you know, mm-hmm. like Schuylkill County area, oh, yeah. dude, yep. ticks are thick up there. It's yeah. thick. I mean, it, it's not like real nasty, nasty area, like real thick undergrowth. Like it's pretty nice open hardwoods, but like they're like you. I'm the type of dude where I'll just be walking and don't even touch anything, and I'll pull like two ticks off of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somehow, somewhat. Oh yeah, but man, I feel you there. Th- that's bad. But when when I got on this like 
you know, the water pieces or water access pieces, dude, tick wise, it's not too bad. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's not terrible. I'll tell you what, man, I, I, I've hunted in a lot of different places and I mean, I hunt Cambria County heavy. That's where I'm from. Yeah. And like the Cambria Blair County, dude, we got lots, we got lots of ticks and like, it just recently happened here. Probably like five years ago, I would say probably like five, six years ago that like, we never yeah. had ticks like we do now. We dude, we got them heavy. Like there's spots like that I get into, and I'll come home, and literally I'm not, I'm not even shitting you. Like I'll have like thirty plus ticks on me. Dang, yeah. dude, that's yeah. like Kansas, man. That's like Kansas. Yeah, well, like when me and Alex went out for a turkey hunt in Kansas. Uh, this was like right out of high school, probably like 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Went out there, dude. Every single day, I kid you not, like at least 30, 35 ticks off me. I mean, like there'd be like two embedded, you know, like it was like nasty. Oh yeah, like it was bad, and like oh, that, I've never had ticks like I've had it out there. That was bad. Now, when you were out west, did, did you get any jiggers out there? Any chiggers or? No, I, actually, I never got anything out west. Where I get the most chiggers is. <laughs> down in maryland dude maryland is chigger country dude there's this one little piece and uh i don't even know where it's at i think cecil county mm-hmm. oh my god me and aaron <laughs> went down me and aaron went down the first time he, he hit me up he's like hey man i found this new piece let's go down and scout hey i'm going through a tunnel so i might i might cut it that's, that's but, all right brother um so basically we went down there the first time and i meant like dude we were wearing shorts we were wearing like little boot like boots you know what i mean like socks like we were wearing long pants uh-huh. like t-shirt it was the middle of summer dude like we were just like you know i don't even know if we had boots we might even have sneakers you know what i mean like we were just hiking around kind of just find deer sign and dude we got back we got a hotel room got back there and i'll never forget we like his parents like ordered pizza and i was like my feet were just on fire dude <laughs> like i've never had a mention that bad and i like i was like i got it like dude i, I got to off my socks i took off my socks Dude, it looked like these little just – it looked like I had just like like 30 moles, 30,000 moles, dude, like just little tiny little things all over my feet. And I was like, what the heck? And I was like, oh, my God, there's seed ticks. I was like, I think there's seeds. I never even heard of sugar at this point. Right. So I was like, I think there's seed ticks. So I went, took a shower. I mean, I scrubbed. I scrubbed as hard as the bar soap. You know what I mean? Like everything, yeah. dude. Washcloth. <laughs> like, dude, I, I was getting these things off. I got – I like visualized. I was like, all right. They're all off. I'm good. Went back, like got a new pair of socks, put them on. Dude, it was like within like minutes. I was like, oh my God, I got an itch again. And I like pulled off my socks. I mean, dude, they're everywhere again. I was like, oh my God, dude. I took three showers down there. And then finally I was like, you know what? I- I'm just going to hightail at home. It was only like an hour and a half, dude. I went home. I was with my grandparents at the time. Went Like Aaron had them too. So like we were like, basically just hopping in and out of showers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he would take a shower. I'd take a shower. He said like, dude, it was nasty. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going home. So I just went home, hopped in the hot tub. Dude, I, I spent, like, the whole night in the hot tub. I was like, all right, this chlorine will kill him. My grandma was, like, picking him off my arms. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was bad, man. Went to bed. Woke up the next day. I was like, all right, I think I'm good. Like, when I went to bed, I was all right. Itching to kind of calm down. Woke up the next day. Dude, it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like, like, I, yeah, you know how chiggers are. I mean, it was, it looked like my legs were just, like, raw, just, like, chicken like I, I don't even know what you'd even call it dude it was like all bumpy you know what i'm talking about dude, it I'm... was nasty dude <laughs> i'm it telling was you nasty. dude and i know you knew you want to laugh at like a pa boy just like oh. i don't know i don't know nothing about no chiggers like i guess we yeah. have them in pa but like i don't know anybody talking about them 
My no, dad I hardly and I, get them in PA. I hardly get them. In yeah, PA. I don't. I've ne- I've that I know of. I've never got them. I may have got them and like just didn't really realize it. You know. Yeah. But my dad and I are in the state of Indiana, and yeah. you know we have cut off shirts on. Yeah. You know we have real like light pants on, small boots. We're yeah. hiking through this elephant grass, CPR, yeah. all all or uh, all this other stuff, and um. We get to the spot. We get a couple ha- cameras hung and all that stuff, and we go back to the hotel room and we slept at night. And wake up yeah. in the morning, and you know we had showered when we went home and all that stuff. But we're on the way home, and I'm like, man, my, my side is something stupid itchy. You know, we oh. <laughs> it's a long ride home. Yeah. And as we got closer, closer, I'm itching. I'm itching. I'm like, dude, what in the hell? And I got home and I took my shirt off. And I'm like, oh my god, dude, what is this? And just like you said, like I had all these little red dots all over me, and I looked dude, it up. Dude, it's like nasty, dude. Dude, it's I was nasty. like that for like two weeks. It was like, oh, that's how I was too, man. They would not go away, dude. <laughs> they would not, and they were itchy as hell, dude. Like yeah. that's the it, like I, I, me and Aaron still joke about this. We're like, dude, I would rather get stung by a thousand wasps. And one chigger, dude. I didn't. You never want to deal with another chigger again, dude. But I still get bit every now and then mm. in PA, but not as bad. Honestly, like I get scared going down to like Seekaville when we go down to like Southern Maryland and hunt. Yeah. I get scared down there getting chiggers, but I've never got chiggers down there. It's only been that one little piece in Cecil County, and I'm at like when I kid you, it's chiggers. I'm at like you touch the dirt, or if you even look at the dirt the wrong way, you're getting chiggers. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's that. Like they're just crawling in the air. You know what I mean? Is it like that? Is it like CRP too, or what do you? What no, it's like it's like kind of just like hard. It's kind of like like holly. It's like these holly trees and holly bushes like mm-hmm. everywhere. That's kind of like the shrubbery. I mean, there is some mix like you know open hardwoods and stuff like that. But I meant like that's a majority of what they're. It's like in this like little section where the majority of them. I mean, where the majority of them is, and like I guess there is like little grass in there, but it's not like it's not like you know crp grass or like real tall grass i mean it's only like ankle high grass but i guess that's where the chiggers are living i mean i don't know man it's bad we went down there again in the summer i think it was two years ago or three years ago now and dude we like i mean it looked like we were ready for war dude like we had gloves on everything's tucked in i mean we had like leather boots on you know like hoods up like we didn't touch anything anything i mean we still got chiggered on us like it was it's bad dude i, I i'm telling you i feel you highly um, and that is something that, that I do like for ticks and such too. I, yeah. Permethrin. Yep. Yep. Permethrin yeah, is a game changer, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. So, well, I would like to get into how you got into filming, you know, what, right. what, what sparked your interest for going that way other than arrow affliction, which I remember that stuff and it was pretty wild at the time. You know, it was pretty popular. Um, yeah. but, um, Take, take me down that journey, man. Take me take me so, to your journey, how you learned how to film. How I learned how to film? I, I don't know, man. It's trial and error, man. Like, you know, like I said, putting out some really crappy videos at first and being like, man, this is awesome. And showing our buddies, and they're like, dude, this stuff sucks. And you're like, <laughs> oh, man. Just they totally, like, I'll never forget showing my one buddy, Zach. Like, like, I was like, within, like, the first, like, 15 seconds, he was, like, cracking up. And I was like, man, I was like, I feel like crap, dude. Like, this sucks. So I was like... If I want to do this, I gotta get good at this. So right. then I started like, then I started like watching like Heartland Bell Hunter and like actually stuff with like good production value, mm-hmm. and like that was really like, all right, I gotta start like kind of seeing how they do and like seeing their transitions and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then like, you you ever hear of a seven one seven stores, Dylan Horde? No, no, I can't at say first, I have. One, 
Now, when I first got the DSLR and like, you know, started, they're, they're real big from Lancaster. Uh, when I started, when I got the DSLR and stuff and filmed that first like Jersey kill or whatever, I reached out to them and like kind of got some help from them. They kind of like guided me in the right direction as far as like, you know, what kind of camera equipment to use mm-hmm. and, you know, like kind of like what's the good stuff and like kind of what kind of shots to be taken, you know, but all in all, it's just basically just trial and error and just watching videos, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, yep. and then I, also the Untamed helped me a lot when I was down there. Just, I've been doing it every single day, man. That's all I did was just film, you know what I mean? So like, you kind of just like, get naturally good at it i guess you know what i mean Dude, or at least not naturally good naturally find a semi what you're doing you know what right. i mean and then when once you start editing videos and like you know put, putting out your own stuff you kind of like see what kind of shots you need and you know like what kind of shots you're missing like you know early on some of the hunts you know i'd be missing like a couple shots like real important shots that kind of explain the story and it's like dang dude like what like i just need to get those shots you know it's awkward as hell to get them but like you just got to get them you know what i mean to tell a story like you know yeah no i i know exactly 100 percent what you're saying but dude spending that time with the untamed guys i'm sure you really enjoyed yourself because their their stuff is out of this world i love watching it yeah their production value is real good and it's like it's kind of cool but yeah josh is a good guy yeah did you uh i know they do a lot of ground hunting for deer and stuff and is that is that something that that you learned anything from them or yeah um, yeah we did uh the one video i don't know if you've ever watched it uh you probably did it was uh we like me and kirk stalked this buck across like this uh valley field uh-huh and uh, like he put a terrible shot on it but uh we never found that deer but that like dude that was like my first time actually like in a ghillie suit like actually ground hunting like whitetails i mean i was a i was a guide out west of montana like you know guy and elk and stuff <laughs> right like, that's like that's like a totally different ball game. Like these elk are like not like, you know, not dipsy, but like, dude, you can get away with a lot more on an elk than you can with a white tail, especially on the ground. dude. Like it, it's eye opening. Like there was one stalk in West Virginia. I don't know. Actually, I think this was a video where like we spotted these two bucks. I mean, dude, they were mega giants. I mean, like the one was like a, a quadruple drop time buck. I mean, it was, it was like a mainframe eight with like just four drop times coming off of them. And I mean, it was like, Oh my, it was like a dream buck. Right. And he comes up and fights us like, it was like this kind of busted up 10 pointer, but I mean, dude, the 10 pointer even busted up was like 140 inch buck. You know what I mean? I was like, man, dude, they're fighting. And I mean, me and Josh are like, all right, we got to get down there. Kirk's filming from up top. Me and Josh like stalk on down there. I mean, dude, we get super close to these bucks. We're like behind this like, like little hedge bush. And then like, they kind of go like these Valley fields are, you know, you know how the Valley field is. It's like, it's like 33 yards down. And then like a little, like basically like, a log landing or like, you know, two track, whatever you want to call it, like a right. little log and road, like mm-hmm. stretch there. And then like another 33 foot down poop, and pops out. So like, we kind of lost him below one bench. Then we kind of like worked out that bench. And then like, we only saw the mainframe tent, but he was going to shoot, he was going to shoot that tent. And he like kind of comes walking up and like, Josh, and I get down. And I kind of like, just kind of stumble. I don't know if I stumbled or like kind of just like sad. It was kind of like awkward. But do the buck, I'm mean, instantly out of there, dude. Like it was over. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. You can't get away with anything. Yeah, man, that's why I have so much respect for these guys that are able to do it. Like, I I have tried it, and it, man, it's so hard. You know, that's it's why hard, when, when you it's when hard. you see guys that are successful at it, you know, and you're like, oh my god, like this is this is crazy. yeah. But that, those boys, that's the only way they hunt. You know what I mean? It's right. almost like if we spent our whole lives just ground hunting. Yeah, like that's them. You know what I mean? Down in West Virginia, because I mean, dude, it's thick and nasty. I mean, yeah, you can get in trees and like, but dude, the topography is nuts, and it's just such big, like big woods that like. 
having a, the odds of a buck walking past you, like besides the buck, is so slim to none. Right. Like the deer density down there is just like nothing. It's not like around here, you know, around your house where you go drive around and, oh, you see 60 deer in a field in the evening. You know what I mean? Yep. They're like, whatever it is. Like, dude, like, you don't see Jack crap. Like, you'll, <laughs> you'll be driving around, you'll be see a doe, and you're like, oh my God. But then you'll see a buck, and I mean, it'll just be like 140 buck. You're like, oh my God. All right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, it's like, it's like a different world. It's kind of nuts. Is that another county as you're talking about? Is it one of the bow hunting only counties? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Logan County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that that is a cool thing, man. I, I I wish that Pennsylvania had like two or three counties that were just just like that, just like a, bow only. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool, like out west, like Pittsburgh area or somewhere yeah. like that. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? Dude, I'll tell you what, though, man. After living out there, it yeah. would be cool. But dude, they have so many deer, it's sick. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like they need to kill way more deer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember Some... this woman called the police on me. I was like hunting behind my apartment and yeah. <laughs> they're like we know they need killed but uh yeah you can't do that <laughs> okay <laughs> really that's hilarious <laughs> yeah there was no problem but there's there yeah. is there's lots of places to hunt but still hunting urban deer is pretty cool too man i mean there's lots of guys that do yep. that stuff uh like the roy on you know seek one all that stuff yeah um, but down down let's get down the road a little bit further here man what is uh yep. I mean, we're in July, and when does your off season start, man? Do you are you a late season huh. hunter in PA? Do you do you, is that something you look forward to? And then when you do go to hang it out, what what kind of what kind of off season you have? Fall. Oh, stuff I look forward to besides well, hunting. Well, no, no. So basically, I usually hang it up like probably the last week of January or so. Like we we kind of put the smoke guns away we're we're done with the bows all that stuff we kind of hang it up for the year we might take a break for like three weeks four weeks and then i'm out there in the snow and i'm like okay this is the way that you're traveling <laughs> yeah now dude i mean like i'm hunting pretty much up until the end of it like every season i meant like mm-hmm. i hunt a lot of different states so i meant like i think ohio if i remember correctly closed like february last year so like you know, I, I think me and Alex on that like the last weekend or something like that, or maybe maybe it wasn't February. It whatever it was, it was way later than PA. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, dude, I mean, we're hunting up until the end. You know what I mean? And then Maryland, I didn't get too much. I don't I don't even have like a muzzleloader flintlock. That's mostly like the other guys. Uh-huh. So like they're all going out for that. I'm mostly not. But I mean, it's not really an off season. I mean, I'm still like just going around scouting. I meant like, you know, like the best time to scout, honestly, for me is like right after deer season. Cause you kind of see like all the old sign, you know what I mean? It's real yeah. easy to pick up those old scrapes. Like I'm a real big scrape hunter in like, you know, late October. Like, I, gotcha. I mean, that's what I key in on. So yeah. like when I find those scrapes, like, especially if it's like a big community scrape, I can pin it. And like odds are next year, boom, it's going to be in the same spot. if not the same spot moved over a little bit, you know yeah. what I mean? But it still kind of gives me a general idea. Like, all right, there's bucks in this area. There's a heavy, like, community scrape. These bucks are going to be hitting this, like, 100%. You know, it's not like one of those, like, scrapes where, like, oh, I'll go scrape this, and I'll, I might go hit it once or twice. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's yep. what I look for is those big community scrapes. That's what I found, like, a lot of success on. I fully understand, man. I, I'm a big scrape hunter, too. I, yeah. I adjust everything around the direction of the rubs that I find and wherever the scrapes are when they're yeah. – Nice big community scrapes. That's even better for sure. Oh yeah. yeah um, now, do you do you practice anything with those scrapes? Have you ever uh, tried to hang Same like box scrapes? Yeah, box scrapes, yeah. licking branches, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Up in my cabin, I played around with one, and I put uh like I had some like pure I forget what it was. I think it was like pure whitetail, 
like some for a buck peanut. Dude, the one year they hammered it, man. I'm not like I, I got I'll send you some trail cam pictures. I meant like this camera was just nonstop Buck City. I meant like every single deer. It was that ridge I was I was there was like there's this ridge on my cabin. I was talking to Marcus about this before, like we hopped on this podcast, but there's this ridge up my cabin and basically once I keyed in on this ridge and killed like one buck off of it, like every single deer on this property come rut, they'll use this. It's basically like this ridge system that like these two mountains kind of come together. And it's like this drainage just like coming down and they'll basically run the top side of this and kind of work the mountain and let them like come over. But like, I mean, dude, you can put a tree right there. Wind's always out of the west, so it's always perfect right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I killed probably three bucks out of that tree. You know what I mean? It's so crazy, like, man. It's, yeah, so that's it's, like, it's like kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's the killing tree. That's, that's yeah. really what it is, man, I'm telling you. And what that comes down to, in my opinion, is that spot that you're in is, like you said, when the west wind's going and the weather's right, the thermals are perfect. And yep. the bucks are using it. They're, there's a reason they're using it. You know, they're... They're smelling something yep. from a certain direction, whether it's doe bedding. Yeah, they're or... bedding all up, mm-hmm. uh, like basically on the upwind side of it. That's blowing straight downwind. You know yeah. what I mean? To them, that's why they're using it. Like basically, they're not going to be down in the actual bottom in the creek bottom. Because I mean, it goes down. You know, it's a mountain, so like kind of comes down in the creek bottom at the bottom. And they're not going to be in the bottom. You know what I mean? They're yep. mostly going to be up top. That's what I noticed. But yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a couple occasional bucks. I filmed this like half rack buck that cut across the creek. And I mean, it's not like it's not these big mountains. You know, it's probably like it's probably a 50, 60 yard drop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as far as like elevation drop or whatever. Yeah. So like I filmed this, I filmed this like little half rack buck across this Creek and then up the other side. So I mean, they do use it, but I mean, the majority of sign that I found a deer travel is that top side of the Ridge. Yeah. Now that, that spot that you're in, is it, are you hunting a lot of sign right there or is it? Like, yeah. That, that's what I was kind okay. of keen on too. That, that, that big community scrape that I had that camera on where I had all that, like where I put that pure white tail stuff on. Yeah. That's that, that's that community scrape. And I'm like one of my, one of my, basically my biggest PA buck. He, well, one morning, this is up there, like nine fifty, dude. All of a sudden you're like, burr, burr. I was like, at first I was like, what the? it's not, honestly sounded like quacking at first. It sounded like a duck. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, Dude, this is well. I've never seen any ducks in here. I was like, this is just the hardwoods. Dude, there ain't no ducks. And all of a sudden, it was like, rah, rah. And I was like, oh my god, dude, here's a buck. And dude, that was just like perfect, dude. Picture perfect. I, I saw him like cross the mound, come out, try to get him to stop, run it at him, don't bleed, nothing, dude, nothing. He would not stop. And he comes up, and I hear him stop. There's like that big community scrape. I couldn't see it, but I was just like, just down from it a little bit. This right. is like, this, I, this is my second buck I ever killed from like that killing tree or whatever. Nice. And like, dude, he, uh, he basically cut square down from that, that he was working at community scrape. I could hear him. And I just had my grunt tube and I pulled out and I heard him stop. And I was like, all right, I got it. And then I put, I tucked it underneath my arm and like kind of tilted away from him. And I was like, I got this all on video. Dude, he comes down right underneath my tree. I mean, he's just looking to beat me up dude, basically. <laughs> and he like comes over and I had, I had some more pure white tail stuff on this. Like there was like this little, this, I mean, it was like a little scrape that was right out in front of me, basically at like 15, 10 yards. Dude, he came in, like basically got on his hind legs, got the branch down, got it, like started working, and that's when I shot him. And I met, dude, it was like, I was like, oh my god, dude. Ever since then, I was like, yep, scrapes, man, scrapes. <laughs> and key. Like I'm, I'm a big sign hunter. It's not like, oh, here's a nice trail, and you know, topography's kind of nice here. All right, you know, mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna kill one here. Nah, dude, I gotta see sign, and I gotta, you know, sign is everything for me. At least that's my opinion. I don't blame you at all, man. It's it's really, really hard. And there is uh, two spots that I hunt where there's not a lot of sign. The sign is just, 
it's just off of where this spot is. Yeah. But I catch I catch the more mature deer always you mm-hmm. like always mobilizing this spot. And it's weird gotcha. because the the sign is up above. And I just stumbled upon it because I got pissed off one night. I got in the woods late yeah. and the wind changed on me and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna climb this freaking tree and I'm just yeah. gonna you know, and you and I was like throwing a hissy fit in my head. And yeah. I climbed a tree and I seen an ice buck and I said, What the hell? So, you know, I put a camera there. Well, I wish I would have hunted it a little bit more when I was on vacation because after I pulled my card, I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. I would have I probably got a shot at one, but you never know. You know, you don't know if that's my ground set, whatever else. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that, I know how that does, dude. I had a cell cam up here. I first shot my Ohio buff. I'm a bit, I'm a big like trail camera hunter too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, I don't get me wrong. I'll go in the woods blind, you know. I killed a couple bucks like that, you know what I mean? Just right. this past year, like that. I killed a Maryland buck like that. Killed a bunch of does like that. I mean, that's fun to tell to hunt like that. You know what I mean? Oh, just absolutely. go in, find side and hunt, or even just e scout it, just go in and kill a buck in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, that was fun too. Mm-hmm. But, like, basically, oh, frick, what, I've lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Uh, hmm. You were just saying about hunting sign oh sign oh yeah basically i mean dude if I, yeah i don't even, i don't know i, I lost my trip <laughs> it's all right, bro. don't worry about it yeah hunting sign is is something that i really like to try to do and it's crazy though man because the like i was saying one of the spots that i hunt in ohio i mm-hmm. i've tried to hunt the sign and it, it's like it must just be a nocturnal sign because i, I don't you. i don't see any deer i mean even does but when I hunt like the thermals and I hunt, there's a ridge there and I hunt the ridge yeah. during the rut. I mean, dude, if, as long as you park your ass still and you're willing yeah. to sit there for, you know, days upon end, you might shoot a buck the first day. You might shoot a buck the seventh day. Oh, yeah. But if you're willing to just park yourself there and hang out, I'm telling you, dude, I've seen some of the biggest bucks I've ever seen in my life there. And yeah. like, obviously, I'm not going to name drop the place or anything like that, but I've read about it online and people are like, this place sucks. Well, I'm yeah. happy that they say that because either they're lying or <laughs> they don't, yep. they're just being impatient. So, Oh, yeah, I know how it is. Dude, I hate – dude, that's like – that's my biggest pet peeve. I hate when I go on Facebook and it's like, has anyone hunted this stuff? Oh, I'm like, oh, man. my God, dude. Why are you <laughs> – like, I hate when people – because it's like a lot of times I'll be hunting and I'm like, God, dude, I hate oh, just man. getting publicity in the, in the spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I remember, I, I remember what I was going to say before. It was about the trail cam thing. Mm-hmm. So basically this year, this year I ran home from Ohio, all right? I hung a cell cam right. up in my cabin on basically that ridge, all right? And then I got home. I had I still had like a week off work. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to hunt public around here. I wasn't getting any pictures on my cell cam at all, like none. All right? So this is where this is where being a trail cam hunter kind of comes back and bites me in the ass. Oh. Because like, all right, I had this, like that cell cam. It did not send me a single picture at all, all right? I go back up there. I didn't hunt it. I didn't hunt the cabin because I didn't, I didn't get any single picture. I was like, all right, you know what? It's just not hot, I guess, this year. Something's not right. Like, they did a lot of logging. I was like, all right, must be an off year. Must be an off year. I was like, I'm just going to hunt public a lot around my house. That's what I did this year. Right. Now, I had I had a couple close encounters, but nothing. Dude, I went back up in late season and pulled that cell camera card and, like, actually viewed it. Dude, it was taking pictures the whole time. Dude, the very it was one of the very last days of PA season. During daylight, dude, I probably had a 160-inch deer walk square underneath wow. that trail cam. I was like, I mean, like, dude, this deer's an absolute giant, dude. If I would have been hunting <laughs> yeah. it, 
you know, if I would have just put my time in, like you said, and just actually like, you know, all right, it's a historic spot and just hunted it, hunted yeah. it, hunted yeah. it, hunted yeah. it, hunted yeah. it, like, dude, I, it would have paid off. I would have probably killed that buffer. And, you know, trail cams only tell one side of the story. Too. Right. So like, you know, as much as I say I'm a trail cam hunter, I, I am and I'm not because like I get that it's a one-sided story. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if I'm getting pictures of a deer, all right, dude, I'm guarantee you there'll be other deer that's around that I'm just not getting a picture of. So I'll go and hunt it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's basically that, that just screwed me to have these. So, so like being a cell cam hunter or having these cell cams is awesome and it's not awesome in a while. So yeah, no, I feel you, I man. Don't know. The whole, the whole trail cam thing is like, Oh dude, it's like awesome. And it's not awesome. Yeah. Cause it goes back and bites you in your ass. And then like, you know, the other time it's awesome because you know, it helped me kill my fucking Ohio like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, but man, just, that's, yeah, just, it's a love hate relationship with cameras. Now do you, do you keep historic sign for like all your pictures and stuff? Yeah, I, I try to keep all of them. It's kind of like, I kind of, I try, I'm not really organized. I try to be, mm-hmm. but like, I try, you know, if I got a buck that I, all right, I got, I think this is the same buck, you know, year after year, I'll, I'll like have a file and I'll put it in there. You know what I mean? I right. don't need these bucks right. or anything, but like, you know, I'll just kind of put it in there. Like we got a couple big bucks last year in Ohio that hopefully we can pick up this year. I haven't, we picked up like two big bucks so far, but there's a couple others that like, dude, they're giants they're like 170 180 inch <laughs> Dude, deer. you know awesome. what i mean that like we just gotta find these deer but like they have oh, not man. appeared yet on our cell cam but hey, we're we got a couple conventionals out here so fingers crossed they're out here so yeah no man we I... also had a wait we also had a dude like hijack our spot out here too which kind of sucks yeah and like dude last year we had so like i kid you not we had this mega wide 10 point he just had short little time now, he wouldn't score well but he was just a full deer i meant dude he had to have been i 22 plus you know what i mean it's why that dude he was a mega wide giant but just short little times right dude a couple other bucks i mean we have probably had like probably like 130 140 inch six pointer i mean dude this six pointer was like a giant body wise <laughs> rack wide i mean Damn. dude he was times for days dude I mean, he was a big buck yeah. all right and i meant like then we came back in here they, we didn't pin it over the they switched out the maps on us so like everyone's like pin basically gets a race and then we went back in here, turkey season, and he basically pinned it right from out of, from under us. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's it's dog eat dog world out here too. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm telling you, it's the thing that my dad used to tell me, and like it's more and more, like it becomes more and more true to me every year. Is he's like, enjoy this shit now while it lasts because it won't last forever. And unfortunately. Yeah. He's right, man. I'm telling you, like, we've had so many properties. Like I said, we don't, you know, knock on door stuff and stuff like that. And it's just yeah. slowly, like, disappearing, man. Like, and it's yeah. sad to watch. It's sad to yeah. see. Because, like, we've yeah. killed a lot of really, really good deer. And not just bucks. I mean, yeah. we eat the heck out of them. So we shoot does. And that's just yeah. as important to us, you know. And, and I'm not saying, like, we can't shoot all the does we need in Pennsylvania. Yeah, sure, we can. But. Yeah we shoot the does where we go hunting too and like i said a lot of the the uh, knock on door stuff that i have is farm country so when i just if i'm just bringing just bucks out the farmers aren't happy with me like they're like no no like (laughs) i want you to whack these does too yeah so it it's it's tough man it it, and that's like you were saying like people step on you all that other stuff and enjoy, yep. enjoy it while you can <laughs> and get, yep. kill as many deer as there while you, while you can because yeah oh man it can get tough i'm telling you <laughs> yep. but yeah. that's why we have the public land and we couldn't be luckier in our state man i mean i don't know exactly how it is in your area but literally 
dude, around home here, I can't go. I honestly don't think that I can go more than like 10 miles from where I'm at right now. I bet you I'd hit at least four pieces of public close to it. At least. Really? Yeah. And I mean, the tracks of public around here, I think the smallest one around me is like, (laughs) it's like 8,000 acres. (laughs) Dang, yeah, there's some big chunks up there. I remember that when I was hunting up there with Jake. Like, dude, yeah. there's some. I mean, you can. We were just driving. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, we're still on public. We're still like when I'm hunting with people, dude. I'm not a snake. You know what I mean? It's like I'm keeping my. I'm not pulling up on X. I'm not pinning anything. Like I'm just. I'm just there for the ride experience. You know what I mean? Yep. Right there with them. So like, dude, I never like he was just like, "Yeah, dude, we're still on public. I'm like, dang, dude, are you shit, dude? We were going for like ten <laughs> minutes, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Like, the, I mean, like it all it was was just public up there. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome, dude. I want to move up there. Lancaster's Lancaster and Levin. I moved up to Levin, and I'm actually in Quentin right now. Uh-huh. I, just bought, I just bought a house up there. But like where I'm at, we got like there's like little chunks. There's like a couple Gretna pieces, you know, Mount Gretna. There's a couple little pieces. Mm-hmm. There's a couple out like you know dead end roads, stuff like that. But as far as like big big chunks, it's mostly like up north. So I kind of got like a half hour to like 45 minutes till I get up to like the big big chunks, and that's like you know kind of central PA region where you start getting those like yep. I don't, I don't know, like, it's just huge mountains, you know, like, Fort Indian Town Gap area, you know, like, I, I don't know, just a rough area like that. But then, like, the middle part of the county, Lancaster County there, dude, there's not any good public, at least in my opinion. There's a couple pieces off, like, 283 and stuff like that, right. but I don't know. And then southern southern Lancaster County, where uh, southern Lancaster County, where uh, Jason is and, like, Mitch, dude, they got a ton of public down there. And I mean, those boys hammer them down there. Right. And they tear them up down there. Yeah. Oh, no, man, there's there's lots of different parts of our state that are way different than others, you know, because you'll have yep. your guys that are like, oh, we don't have no deer in Pennsylvania. And in their area, they might not be lying, honestly, like, and I don't say no oh, deer, I know, dude. I know. but like it's it's real, real thin pickings. And then you get into certain other areas because just like when I'm working out towards Pittsburgh way or uh, even just south of that or whatever, yeah, it's it's wild, man, you know, like there's there's so many deer it's crazy like they they're they're literally overpopulated and like places like in that in in that area they get hit with like ehd and shit like that where like where i live in my area i've never ever heard of of ehd they say that we have cwd and all that stuff i've never personally seen it and i'm not going to start this argument like oh it's a thing it's not a thing you know because i i feel like it's the same argument as like uh uh covid you know like is it fake is it real whatever you know what i mean but um I don't want to say COVID's fake because I did have it and all that stuff, but you, you, I, I feel like you I know catch what my you drift. Mean, dude. I, right. we're, we're on the same terms. Right. So, um, it's it's definitely like like different as you go around the state because even when you get up north, like the the deer, yeah. we we have a camp in uh, uh, Tioga County, and I gotcha. like there's not a lot of deer up there, but like the deer quality is heavy. Like it's real, it's real Hell good, yeah. and yeah. there's lots of guys killing a lot of good it's deer like, in that area. So, and then you yeah. also got like it's, stuff like Allegheny National Forest, you get up into Poconos and like, yep. you, and I, I know you're in the podcast game, you're listening to other guys, but you listen to guys like Johnny Stewart and them and they're, yep. dude, they're, they're pond, like those deer they're killing are, they're big. Like it ain't just their oh, yeah, antlers, they're studs, you know what dude, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever hear about Shirk's Guide Service? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Steve. Steve yeah. Dude, he posts some giants, dude. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, dude, those boys not on. No doubt, Those man. boys know how to find them. Yeah, they do a good job, man, because like you were saying, they're in that big woods setting, and yeah. the woods it's are... It's tough, dude, because yeah. it's like, it's, it, dude, I know how it is. Like, I mean, you're like, dang, dude, is there even any deer here? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's hardly any sign. There's nothing, you know, you might right. find 
like deer poop and you're like oh my god this is the first deer sign in a mile <laughs> you know what i mean like dude i don't know how it is like yeah. it's rough but once you find like once you key on key in on those like community scrapes or even like following like the hunting bees like you know any bedding type of stuff dude yeah. that's where i like that's where my hunting kind of changed and i kind of like got like a little bit more successful with it instead of just like sitting out in the woods on like a heavily used trail you know what i mean and being like all right let's go kill a deer you know what i mean so like <laughs> yeah. all right let's go try to kill a deer whereas like yeah i don't know it just kind of changed the whole style and whole game and everything but that's how you like in my opinion that's like truly like kind of the like best style to hunt you know what i mean it's kind of that like bedding i, I think personally i like i like targeting the bedding stuff well and i and i fully understand that what i've found man and I, I mean, I'm only 31 years old. Well, I'll be 31 here. But what I've found is I've tried to hunt, you know, this way a certain way this season. Yeah. I'm, this season, I'm going to hunt this way. This season, I'm going to hunt that way. This season, I'm going to try to hunt like that. Well, yeah. what I've found for me that works is just to be an opportunistic hunter. You know, hunt like yep. a coyote. I've heard lots of people say that. And God bless the people that can hunt one single deer. Cause I tried to do yeah, that one time in my I life can't, dude. <laughs> and I'll never do that again, man. I'm telling you, like I was literally unhappy with myself Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just a PA boy that likes to shoot 120 inch eight point. I don't care if that bothers people to me. If I can go yep. out on public land and shoot 120 inch eight point every yeah, year yeah. of my life, I'm living the high life. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, that's how I am too. Yeah, and I'm not nah, saying yeah, I'm, I'm I even like a big buck. What I said, I'm not even able to. I'm not saying I'm even able to do it every year, but like that's that's my, you know, I'm gonna try to shoot a 120 inch or bigger on. Yeah, that's your you goal. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's almost like almost like one of the boys from someone seven reached out to me and said when I shot that like big Ohio buck or whatever. He's like, dang, dude. He was like, were you guys like, were you just like hunting that one deer? I was like, Nah, you know, just hunting deer, man. Like oh, the yeah. deer walked by, and man, he got an arrow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I trust me. I had pictures of the deer. I knew this deer was in the area, but it wasn't like he was the only. You know, it wasn't like all right, I'm hunting like one sole deer. You know what I mean? Right. Anything better than like you know, one thirties out here is like all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But in PA, it's like you know, one twenties. It's all. It's all depends on where you're at. What yeah. You, want, you know what I mean? Like I've shot littler deer than one twenty in PA. You yeah, know? Absolutely. <laughs> But I'm looking at a bunch of them on the wall here right now. <laughs> They're all hell, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> my whole house. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. It's a different ball game, but you know, it's funny that you said that. Like that, he reached out to you and he said it like that because when what and I brought, I know I brought this up on the last podcast that I did with Kurt is yeah. when you when you hear a guy from Pennsylvania or two gentlemen or or women or whoever the hunter is. You show him a picture of a hundred and twenty inch eight point, and I really don't even care what county they're from. I'm telling yeah, you right now, luck. yeah, they're going to get excited. They're going to be like, oh, you know, that's crazy. Whereas <laughs> one, the, one of the spots that I hunt religiously in Ohio, if it ain't 150, 160-inch deer, like, they're not impressed. Oh, yeah. And it's not even yeah. just the antlers. Like, if it don't weigh 200 and freaking 50 pounds <laughs> on foot, they're like, why did you even shoot uh, it? And you're looking at yeah. them like, are you kidding me? You know? Yeah. And it's wild, man, because yeah. it's it's different worlds. It's crazy. And, like, oh, I know. We, I know. we have good deer. We do. And, like... It's just like it's the pride thing and like the way that people enjoy this state that gets me excited, you know. Yep, yep. So. It's all what you make of it. Like yeah, I, it's just, it's just yeah. What what really kills it is all the. I, in my personal opinion, I'm, I don't have to like argue this. Whatever mm-hmm. you think, like you know, what I mean, it's your opinion. But I feel like all basically 
you know, once they put the antler restrictions on and people started, like, actually taking, like, QDMA, like, serious, all right, dude, it started to, like, get way better. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, it's still, like, dude, there's bigger bucks now this year than what there were last year. You know what yeah, I mean? All absolutely. because people are like, all right, let's keep killing bigger bucks. I, I love it. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. But, dude, if you want to shoot a 120, you know, I'll, I'll shoot a 120 all day long. You yeah. know what I mean? But. Yep. It's like, yeah, it's basically all what you make of it. It's all what you make of it. There's no doubt. Whatever man. makes you happy and you buy your tag, you got le- legally shoot a buck. Hell, congratulations. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, no doubt, man. I'll help you drag it out as long as it's yep. as long as it's it, everything within within the parameters of uh, of hunting here in Pennsylvania. Sure, I'll help you any way yep. I can. And yep. uh, that that's definitely true, man. That's another thing that goes on here, and that's why this podcast is so easy for me to do because I literally can get online and type in Pennsylvania or PA or whatever and like i'll find whoever and it doesn't even have to be online like i could just go to the local bar and be like hey who wants to talk about hunting and like it doesn't have to be deer hunting you know we can talk about like you know like our turkey our turkey heritage here is heavy people love turkey hunting uh you know our whitetails you know it's ridiculously it's probably i mean i'm sure there's other states whose heritage is close or better than ours but i don't know man i mean the heritage here is really really heavy in whitetail oh yeah dude it's nice it's nice. i love it here like it's like yeah it's almost like me and jake were talking like dude when i went up north and like was hanging out with jake for a little bit dude he was like dude like it'd be awesome to move out to iowa like you know it'd be awesome to move out west somewhere he's like dude look at all the stuff we're giving up like dude i mean like yeah we're not gonna kill like 180 inch deer 200 inch deer here every right. single year but dude i mean like we're killing 140 120 inch deer you know what i mean like dude that's big deer down here and i'm at like you know we're like yep. look at these mountains dude like i'm at like like i don't know we just got we got we got a special place and like all the people too everyone's super friendly you know what i mean like yep. it's so hard to leave your like friends and family and just like mm-hmm. you know everyone's like everyone in pa is pretty nice to each other i think personally you know yeah it's not like it's not like out of staters like going down to maryland or somewhere like you ask you look at them wrong and dude they're slashing your tires you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah but. no man i fully understand and like the other the other thing that i i, I really enjoy about this is like you said so you could move to another state, and let's let's use Iowa as an example because everybody, you know, that hunts oh, yeah. whitetail, they're going to say, well, I want to go to Iowa. I want to shoot 180-inch deer. Yeah, they got lots of them, and their program's a little different than ours. You know, they have better yeah. soil than us, number one, you yeah. know, which isn't a big deal. But what 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 makes a difference is, okay, so then go hurt, go hunt turkey there. So shoot your 180-inch deer, hunt a turkey there. Your odds of killing yeah. a turkey are going to be better here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay, so if that doesn't float your boat, let's go. Let's go trout fishing. What state do you think's yeah. got better trout fishing? I mean, PA, dude. Does <laughs> Iowa even have any streams? Like, That's what on. I'm saying. Right, right. So, like, and yeah, I could keep going down the line. Like, okay, so maybe I they know. have better rabbit hunting, but you know, maybe this is better. And and uh, it, it's not. It's not. I'm not saying this state's better than them. I'm just saying, like, as a broad outdoors yeah. hunting fishing society. This is one of the dude. best places you could park your butt, that's for sure. Oh, hell yeah. 100% agree with that, dude. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, but basically, man, uh, before before we get going here, I just want to talk a little bit more about going into the season here. I know that yeah. you guys do a lot of water access, like you were saying. Yeah. That is something that I definitely have a goal for, and it's not for next season. Um maybe maybe i'll go down that road next season but i'm pretty busy this year so probably not but yeah um i did talk on about it on the last podcast uh my brother and i's goal this year is we're going to pack one out it's not something we're familiar with something i really want to do nice. a couple deer i wish i would have done with it. i don't know why it never crossed my mind um yeah. but that is definitely one of the goals i have for next year so 
what what is something that you think that you won't get into or one of your goals that you'd like to uh try to chalk off i want to kill a pa buck this year last year i didn't kill a pa buck that okay. hurt me i won't hurt that won't hurt my soul <laughs> and uh I was like, dude, that was like the first year in a while I haven't killed a PA buck. You know what I mean? It was just like I had I had my chances, I had my opportunities that just like just never came together for me, dude. Right. Like, it was just, yeah. I mean, like I grinded, you know what I mean? I hunted up till like the last day, just like just never came together. But yeah, I want to kill a PA buck this year, real bad on public, and I don't know, probably kill another toad out in Ohio again, like kill a bigger buck than what I did last year. But my whole goal is just basically, I mean, I know we just talked about, oh, I'm not a big buck hunter, but dude. I, I do like killing bucks. And like, I would like my goal. My, this is like totally just totally opposite of what I just said. But like, I guess in my mind, it makes sense. I just want to kill a bigger buck basically than what I did last year in Ohio. I you know what you. I mean? So I, I killed you. two bucks last year. It'd be nice to kill three Maryland or Ohio and PA, but you know, mm-hmm. it, I'm busy. And I killed my first Sika last year too, which was awesome. Oh, I definitely want to kill a Sika last uh, this year. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll definitely. We'll yeah. definitely go down there again. Oh man. man, I'll have to keep in contact with you because one of my real good friends that I work with, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna uh, show me the ropes there, uh, the one that's seeking hunting, and I'm I'm pretty excited. I want to get into it. So really, dude, yeah. you'll love it. Just make sure you have like either on X or good mapping service. Yeah. Good permethrin number one waders. Dude, I, the marsh is nasty, man. <laughs> I have some I have some terrible stories from yeah. the marsh, dude. I almost got lost this year on like this little piece, dude. It was not good. My phone died, oh, and it was like man. at night. It was a water access piece, of course. Jason dropped me off, and dude, I, he was like, "Yeah, just go out here." He's like, "He sent me the pin," and I had like this old Galaxy phone at the time. And my battery would like go from like a hundred to zero, just like basically if I would like look down at the screen, it would like I could like watch it just go down. You know oh, what I mean? No. <laughs> so, dude, it was like at fifteen percent when we got in there. We hunted in the morning. I couldn't, I like charged in the car a little bit. Didn't really get it that charged. Mm-hmm. Like went in and I was like, oh, it's good. I'll, I'll try it. I was like, I told him, you know, I was like, dude, I don't want to go to like a super like remote spot. I kind of want to go close to my phone. He's like, all right, sounds good. So like, he was like, just go back here a little bit. Send me a pin. Like started going. And it was basically like this hardwood island or this hardwood piece and like open hardwoods. And then on the backside of it, it was just like all this thick frag like grass where like the seek live you know what i mean yeah so i set up there for the evening my phone was at 15 percent when i like got back there i turned it off i was like all right i'm just gonna hunt like worry about it when i leave then like towards the night it was getting like you know dusk i turned on my phone and i was like texting jason i was like yo when should i leave and he was like, no, you, you can leave whenever you don't have to be like pitch black so i was like all right so i started taking down my stuff you know before you know it, it's like dude it's getting dark you know what i mean and i was <laughs> yeah. like oh dang so I was like, I looked at my phone, dude, at five percent, and I was like, started to walk out. And I'm like, oh man, called Jason, he didn't answer. I looked down at my phone, I watched it go from like one to just zero and die. I was like, oh god, dude, this is not good. <laughs> and I like, I was like, and I mean, by this time, dude, it's like dark. You know what I mean? And you can see like, you know, how you can kind of like see the sky when it's dark, like oh, yeah. through the trees. You know what I mean? Yep. So I kind of had a, I had like a vague, like, all right, I'm going this way. This is the way I need to go. I didn't have a compass around it. This is the way I need to go. So I started going that way. And dude, I, I like, I never forget. I saw like, I mean, it was like probably a half mile, you know what I mean? So like, it wasn't super far back in there, but it was still, it was still a decent little bit. I was going, going, and I was like, all right, it kind of like veered up, kind of was going uphill a little bit. And I was like, all right, sweet, the water's gonna be right over this little crest, you know how it always is. So I was going. You could see like the light in the be- over the trees and everything, like through the trees. And I was like, all right, we're good, we're good. Get up there, 
dude, it was like, I've never even seen a, I get up to the, like basically break. And it was just a sea of just frag grass. As far as you like, I could see it was just frag. Grass. Oh like, my God. Oh dude. I was like, I have no idea where I'm at. I was like, and I mean, this is like a pretty big piece. It's not like, you know, like a little small little chunk. It's a pretty, it's pretty like big piece. Right. And I was like, this is, this is nowhere close to where he dropped me off. Like basically where he dropped me off, it looked like the Susquehanna River. You know what I mean? Like it was like kind of that. Like it was like, oh, nice little bank. All right. No mountain, no marsh grass, no, no, no frag grass, no nothing. You know what I mean? Like hardwood (laughs) and then a frag. And dude, I got out there and it was just like straight frag. Like it wasn't even like water. I could just see just frag. And I was like, oh god dude i'm dead i was like i i don't know what the heck i'm gonna oh, do man. i was like dude i started going up the coastline like i was just like all right i mean i spent probably a half hour like going up and then finally i was like all right dude i my last resort i just got a call i was like jason oh man dude oh dude it was bad man i was like jason i was screaming dude like now i mean now it's probably like an hour dude i'm like getting like all right dude maybe he just like abandoned me out here i don't know man i was like at this point, like, you know he's probably freaking out. You know how your mind's out. going, dude. Yeah, you know how your yeah. mind's going, dude. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm just going to be dead out here. I don't even know. Like, I, I wasn't going to die, but I was just like, <laughs> you know how it is. Like, my mind just went there, dude. Right. I was like, oh, man. And then finally, I just hear, like, I was like, Jason. And then finally, I just hear, like, and I'm a dude. I was going, like, up the coast. I'd go up the coast by, like, 400 yards and, like, top out and be like, oh, my God. I've never even seen this before. I was like, I don't know if it's the right way. So I'd, I'd turn around go back 400 you know what i mean like dude i was just a wreck dude i was a wreck and like that's the worst thing to do when you're lost the best thing to do is just stay put and just like shout but i was moving around and then finally i like stopped for like five seconds i just heard this beg like ah and i was like oh my god thank god it's them and i was like jason then we finally like met up and he's like dude what the hell he's like why the hell would you ever like move around like that he was like dude it was like a goblin turkey he was like Suddenly you were like over there. The next thing you know, you're like 500 yards to the left. He was like, Holy dude, shit. he was like, I had no idea where you were. You know what I mean? He was like, dude, he's like, next time, he's like, if this ever happens again, you should just stay put, dude, and shout. He was like, I don't care if you shouted. Like, you know, shit happens. He's like, just stay put. He's like, just stay put. I was like, all right, man. I was like, my bad. I just, dude, I, I mean, I knew, I knew better, but like, I just did it. You know what I mean? Yep. It was just yep. stupid. Oh, it's but, it's yeah, just dude. a fight or flight thing, man. And you just. Yeah. And I was in the mode, and it was just, all right, I'm going for it. Like, that's just how it was. But, yeah, yeah dude, the marsh is scary. Man. Just make sure your buddy, like, I mean, make sure you're, like, with him. And, uh-huh. you know, you got a good idea where he's at. Yeah. Track feature on Onyx is going to be your best friend. I mean, it's it's a different world down there, dude. It's a different world. I mean, that was even, like, frag grass experience. You know what I mean? There yeah. was one time he dropped me off, and it was, like, straight frag grass walking. Because, I mean, we hunt, we hunt water access, too, down there obviously and like you draw me off and it was just straight frag grass basically and like you know you hunt these dead trees i mean you're you're walking in water the whole time in your waders you know what i mean so like i got off the boat i got off the boat and it was dark and i was like all right this spot's like pretty easy i was like i I scouted in august i knew exactly kind of roughly where i wanted to be and i was like i'm just gonna turn off my phone not turn it off but like not use it and see if i can get there just by myself i was like i'm gonna try it so like i started walking dude next thing i know I was like, boop, right out in the water, in the co- like basically where we came in from. And I was like, what the hell? I turned on my on, I like, I turned my track feature on when I started. I turned on, dude, I basically did like a 400 yard circle, just a half circle and popped right back out. And I, the whole time I thought wow. I was going straight. Like, dude, it, it's crazy down there, dude. You can ask anyone. Like, it's crazy. You ever hear of the Bayside Legion boys? No, I haven't. No, they're, they're big Sika hunters too. They're cool guys. They're from Maryland. Huh. But I'll have to yeah, they're. Down. Yeah, they're they're like good guys. Watch some of their videos if you're like, you know, actually going down. They they have some good videos. 
Sweet, dude. Yeah, he, they do real well, man. They they kill like six of them when they go down as a group. And, oh, really? Yeah, That's they're awesome, dude. Yeah, they're into it, man. Last year, I was like, hey, man, I was like, I, I'd like to eat some of them. I come to work the next day. Oh, he dude, gave me. They were, yeah. Have he you ever eaten? Yeah. Well, I didn't have them before that, and he hooked me up with two loins, and I'm like, dude, you give me loins? Oh my. He's like, hell oh. yeah, brother, you're gonna come with me. I gotta feed you good. I'm like, damn. <laughs> dude, those are the best things ever. Yeah, man. man. Like I've eaten elk, I've eaten moose, I've eaten mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff, yeah. but like. Dude, there is nothing that compares to secret deer. And I didn't, I was like, I, when I was dragging my secret deer out the show, I was like, dang, dude, this thing's going to taste nasty. It's going to be like a goat. You know what I mean? The whole time, they Jason look and like Mitch goats. are like, oh, yeah, Jason and Mitch are like, oh, dude, you, you can't wait to eat it. You can't wait to eat it. You know what I mean? And it honestly, it sat in my freezer for like a month. And I was like, all right, I'm going to eat this thing. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Right. I, like, I, I was like, all right, dude, oh, my, dude, it's all gone. I mean, within like three weeks, I think was gone, dude. Like, it, <laughs> Dude, it was the best meat ever. Dude, it was the best meat ever. That's awesome, man. Fuck. Um, so when you're when you're going out and you're hunting like this, not just to seek a deer, but any other deer yeah. that you're hunting, are you hunting uh, with a mobile tree stand? Or are you hunting a saddle? Or are you hunting off the ground? What is your what's your process? What's your go to method? Uh, basically, all right. So if I'm just going into a piece like brand new and blind, you know, I'm going into the afternoon. This is why I've done a lot this year. I would, a lot of times I'm floating in. So I'd float into the piece, get off my yak at like a good spot where I think like the wind's perfect. You know, I think there's going to be like, you know, obviously good topography. Obviously, I think there's going to be trails. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be signs. So I start I like walk up, you know, basically as soon as I find sign, if I can sit on the ground, I'd sit on the ground. If I can, you know, have my, have my saddle, hunt there. I prefer, honestly, I, I shot a deer last year on the ground. I, I hunted a lot on the ground last year. Dude, it was honestly a blast hunting on the ground. And honestly, the deer, I thought they were going to, like, pick me off way more. Dude, they were pretty calm and collected. Like, I mean, I've had some real close encounter, I mean, not with any, like, giant bucks or anything on right, the ground. Right, right. But, like, like, I had this spike. I mean, dude, he was, like, five yards away from me. I mean, I know it's just a spike, but it was still just, like, dang, dude. Like, it's crazy. I'm at does, you know, like, ten yards away from me. I mean, like, that doe, that doe that I shot on the ground this year, dude, she came up. She was, like, probably five steps from me before she, like, figured out something was up. And she, like, looked at me, and then she, like, dude, she didn't just, like, and just buggered completely and right. was out of there. You know, she like turned around, went on the trail, and I like, kind of just like walked up the trail. And I was like, "Huh, dude, on the ground is actually sick. Like, I actually love this stuff." So like, I'll probably hunt on the ground a little bit more this year than what I did last year. But right. all in all, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a saddle hunter. So like, basically every even like all this private stuff that I'm hunting out in Ohio mm-hmm. or like you know anywhere in PA, Maryland. I'm in Maryland, always public, but like anywhere basically i'm not having any pre-hung sets i'm going in all with my mobile setup just pinning trees and then just running gunning basically so i'll, I'll bring all my stuff if i want to climb and it sets up well to get in a, to get in a tree you know i'll go climb it sets up well to get on the ground kill a deer on the ground i'll go kill a deer on the ground it don't matter but those are my like two preferred styles of, you know yeah and i'm i'm right there with you kind of i I can't honestly, man. I can't decide whether I like my saddle or my hang on more. But they both really? like they have their for me. They have their like their own spot. I, I yeah. choose one over the other because of a certain thing or an aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm gonna go do an all day sit, I prefer the hang on. That's just yeah. That's just what I like because I don't know. It's hard to explain, and I think everybody's body types different and stuff. But I just. I just get uncomfortable after like five and a half hours, six hours in the saddle. I just, really? yeah, I just start getting, I don't know. Yeah, it cramped up. It pinches a little bit. Yeah, got, yep, yep. I don't know what salary rock, but I got the tethered madness. And like, it was when I first, I got it when I like, un, like was doing the untamed thing. But like, mm-hmm. 
basically, dude, the first like two weeks of hunting out that thing, dude, I thought that was the worst invention ever. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, I was like, I'd rather just pack a tree stand in on here. Right. But then like, I started like actually like kind of messing around with it and kind of messing around with my like anchor point or like where my like, you know, where the, it yep. is around my head and how high it is. Yep. And like, yep. basically the size of the saddle to play a big role. And I mean, dude, now I've put in a lot of all day sits. I probably put in probably close to like a week and a half this year of all just straight all day sits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you so wear, like, do you wear knee pads when you're, when you're, yeah, I do. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big kneeler. I'm a big kneeler, but I, I don't like that because like in my head, I was kind of, I was kind of like thinking about this theory this year. If you think about it, when you're on a tree stand, all your pressure and all your weights on your butt. All right. Mm-hmm. When you're in a saddle, all the pressure and all your weight when you're kneeing against the tree or like kneeling against the tree is on your knees, dude. Right. Like that can't that can't be like I I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a you know 20 30 year veterans out here been saddle hunting you know like Carl and Ernie and all those yep. boys you know John John Eberhardt right. whatever his name is. Yep. Uh, like I'm sure maybe they have knee troubles maybe they're high in it but or maybe they're just not knees I don't know but like. This year, I think I'm going to try to stand a little bit more just because of that aspect. I don't know. I'm also an ice hockey player, too, so that might be the reason why my knees are hurting. But, like, the past year, I was like, dang, dude, my knees are kind of starting to hurt a little bit now. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm still only 24. So I was going to say. Like, my, <laughs> knee, my, knee, my knee pain's, like, dang. You know what I mean? Before, like, I just... oh, this kid's a little baby. But, no, like, I mean, like, it hurts a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm only... all day sits. I'm only 31. Just bit. get ready. Just get ready, uh, buddy. Dude, I don't even want to, <laughs> man. I'm pretty rough on my year. body already. I'm pretty rough on my body. <laughs> oh, shit, but, man. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel you. And, like I said, I have a uh, tethered uh, Phantom is what I have. Oh, I got you. Dude, the Phantoms are awesome. Yeah. Man. I love yep. them. And I have a uh, – um, oh, who makes it? Uh, not Wild Edge. Uh, oh, jeez. Is that trophy line? No, no, no. Uh, it's black. Arrow step. No. Arrow hunter. Uh, it's not. No, no, no. It's the 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 platform that I have, and I'm trying to think of name, and I can't think why. I, can't. I know he makes the Wii perch for Wild Edge. Uh, oh, is it the out on the limb, dude? Out on the limb. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And I like it, man. I really do. I have to yeah. say that, like, compared to the tethered, um, what you call it, it has. There's like certain things it's better for, and then there's certain things that the that like a normal like square platform is better for. Honestly. Oh really? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice, man. Gotcha. My buddy talked me into buying it, and I do like it. I have no gripes against it. But what I did start yeah. doing for a while there, whenever I was hunting, uh, in Ohio last year, was I took my saddle in with me instead of wearing a harness, <laughs> and I would just oh you'd wear that. Yeah, yeah, and then I would just tether up in my tree stand. And then I just sit. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. I would just sit down when I get uncomfortable and just leave it tethered yeah. up, just in case I yeah. wanted to go down or something. But yeah, um, hey, that's nice. Yeah, don't do. I don't like wearing the harnesses, man. That was like another big thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I was, before before I got into the saddles, I was real big in like climbing stands. Uh-huh. Like, yep. Dude, I hated like you know I'd always have like a little like I have an API like little hand climber. I mean, the thing's real light. You right. know what I mean? Yep. Like that was basically like, my mobile setup back in the day before I like before like I kind of got big into like saddle hunting and stuff like this, but. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I just remember like packing that thing around and just like having my harness in that thing and being like, this is a pain in the butt, man. Yeah. Like half the time I wouldn't even be wearing my harness or like if I would, it'd be like just in my way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, it, I fully yeah, understand. Was, That's why a, a rock climbing harness would be a real good thing for you to look into, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. There's a lot that. of guys that switched over to that. And that's, that's definitely like, like I said, now I wear my, I just wear my saddle. I don't wear yeah. I don't wear a harness no more and 
it's yeah. like the best of both worlds, but I'm still, I'm going to hike in a little bit, you know, I'm hiking a little extra yeah. weight, but at the same oh, time, man. I don't know. I never weighed my, my, my harness compared to my saddle setup. So yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder what, I wonder what it would be like, you know what I mean? I wonder what it'd be, it'd be super lighter, you know, if your saddle would be super lighter or your, your like harness would be lighter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't weigh either of them, but I, I just rather use a saddle that way I can take best of both roles in case I just want to stand and, and just chill for a while. But yeah. Yeah. It's hard. How do, you, how do you think you're, are you pretty good on like all 360 round with your shots? Or you oh like man. I struggle with that. Yeah. I'll tell you, there's only one that, 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 that is my biggest gripe with it, man, is there's, there's a shot that scares me. So I set up and I'm facing yeah. where, the, where I think the deer is going to come from. And obviously I'm going to set up either thinking that he's going to come from my, like, Oh, like my seven o'clock going yeah. like towards like my 12 o'clock or if yeah, he's going to come from like my 12 one o'clock going towards like my six o'clock you know what i mean mm-hmm. and yeah. and i'm right-handed so that's how i'm going to set up for him but what scares me is if he comes in from my two three o'clock and he's going towards my six o'clock like i gotcha if it's if yeah. it's like if it's throwing rut and he's moving oh yeah I don't know, man. There's some shots. I know. I know how it is, dude. I know how it is. Yeah, there's some tricky shots with it. There's especially when you add. I don't know if you like dab on the self filming thing at all, but if you if you add a camera onto it, oh jeez, it makes things very tight, <laughs> very tight. Yeah, yeah. No, I and I know. I I mean, I it could you know it's on that side of the tree. Then it's already on your weak side. So now make your weak side even weaker. Yeah, yeah. I could, I yeah. could see, man. I know that's the only thing that scares me when I'm in it is is that shot. Everything else I'm comfortable with, but. Uh, and a yeah. tree stand, it, it's still new to me because I've had to saddle for three years, two or three, yeah. I, I think two or three, I don't know, two or three years. And yeah. I still haven't killed one out of it. All the deer I've killed out of have been out of my, uh, my hang ons. Yeah. Gotcha. But it, it, it's not that I don't, I haven't hunted it as much. It's just the opportunity presented itself out of the other stands. But yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's all, yeah, like you said, it's all you know what you have and what you like to use. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. There's there's you know, whatever. There's a time and place forever for it. For right. it you know what I mean? Basically, I, I had a little like, uh, what do you even call it? Millennium M7 stand. Yeah. Yep. And I, I had that, and I was like, kind of, kind of dabble back and forth, sat on that, and then I was just like, you know what? I kind of, I forget. I think money was tight or something. So like, you know, I'm gonna sell it to Alex. I'll sell it to Alex, and dude, that's why I basically I just been rocking saddle. Yeah, that's just what I have. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's man. Just like, hey. It's it's like you said. It's to each is their own, really. And whatever you're yeah. com- if you're comfortable with it, then it works. Yeah. Even if it weighs yeah. more than something else, doesn't matter. As long as you're comfortable, yeah, as long with, as you're it. comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. and you're you're able to do it. And you're you know you mean you're, it's not like limiting you. I guess too bad. You know what I mean? Yep. Like absolutely. Yeah, but I know, dude. A tip for you. I don't know if you struggle with this, but when I was when I there was one year we were in Ohio, dude. It was bitterly cold i mean i'm talking like negatives and like in teens you know what i mean like right. single digits like you know we were doing all day sits all right i think me and josh had like five all day sits at this point dude my feet i mean they were insulated boots they would just be bone numb cold <laughs> dude if you take paracord and wrap it around your like actual platform dude it adds like a little layer of insulation and dude it changes like the warmth in your feet yeah, 100%. No, I can believe that 100%. I picked up something from Byron Horton from the Whitetail Experience, and I don't know if you're yeah. familiar with him. but Yeah, I know Byron. Um, so what them guys do is they use insulated socks, and they'll just roll them back to about like the like the arch of their foot. So they'll actually oh, put like the socks right over top of the boots. Yeah. And you can only do this really if you're wearing like lace-ups. I mean, yeah. 
You could do it if you're wearing rubbers, I guess, but I wouldn't. Wait, so he put his socks square over his boots? Yeah, man, right over his boots. That way, like, it was the insulating factor in between his That's interesting. Boots so he'd be wearing socks, and then he'd have boots, and then he'd put another, like, big pair of, like, yeah. I'm guessing, like, wool socks on. Yeah, That's like, a good idea, dude. That's yeah, a good man, idea. it works, man. It really does. Uh, the only thing I do a little bit different now is uh, we have a local store up here that has, like, a bunch of discounted, like, military stuff. I got you. And uh, they have like boot insulators, like you just okay. put over your feet and then you put them inside your boots. Yeah. Well, I just put them on and wear them on. Like I'll put my boots inside them and wear them as like an out outer. And they're they're like you. a, they're like almost like a fleece fill, like a yeah. micro micro fleece. Yeah. So they don't make any noise or anything like that. And dude, I'm telling you. Oh, that's nice. I wear unlin I wear uninsulated boots into the woods and I put them on and I'm fine. And it's like yeah. stupid cold. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to check that out. I'll send you a picture later. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, we so. got a we got a little place like that, like a little army surplus store yeah. by us. Yeah. So, so I'm probably looking down there. Yep. All uh, right, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I want to be sensitive to your time. We're we're getting to the the point here where uh we're at the point of no return. Um, I got you. <laughs> I know you still got a little bit of a drive ahead of you. I got oh, some pictures. Oh, dude, I got the rest of the night, man. <laughs> I got some pictures I want to send you here, and uh, we'll talk about them. Uh, but. All right. I appreciate your time, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to have some of the other guys on, too. And if you guys want to do a multi-podcast, I'm down with that. I think that's great. We'll get uh, two or three guys on at the same time. That will be a lot All of right, fun. All right, man. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah dude, absolutely. I definitely think you should get Jason on, man. That dude's an absolute killer. Heck yeah, man. He, he, he'll be able to talk tactics all night long with you. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, he, yep. he knows his stuff. So. Yep. I, I'm, but, I can't get enough of it, man, and I know you can't either. So before yeah. you go, man, I want you to uh, just let everybody know where they can keep up with you and how they can follow you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Check us out on, uh, in the, uh, in the presence hunt on Instagram and in the presence outdoors on Facebook. And then make sure to subscribe to our channel in the presence. If you type in, in the presence hunting, it pops right up. Hit the subscribe button. It helps out a lot. Also, we're also on carbon TV, uh, just type it in the presence and it should pop right up for you. So, Yep. But yep. yeah, that's basically all the platforms we're on. We, we do dabble on some podcasts, but we don't really do that too much. We just like every once in a while, if we get like a good idea, we'll have like someone on. You know what I mean? But, Heck yeah. Yep. So. No, I understand, man. And it's good to just jump on somebody else's that does it every week and let them do all the editing and all that other stuff. So. Oh, yeah, man. It's cool. You, yeah, dude. I, thank, hey, man. I appreciate you having me on. Appreciate like absolutely. what you're doing, man. It's cool. Absolutely, man. I appreciate your time. And uh, like I said, we'll keep up with you and we'll, we'll definitely I probably have you back bye. on. All right. We'll see you later. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Have yeah, a good one. All right. That'll do it and wrap it up for another episode of the Keystone Chronicles podcast. As always, guys, please, whatever platform you're listening to on, subscribe, comment, like, whatever they got going on in their platform. That really, really helps us out in the long run here. I hope you guys really enjoyed the show, and until next time, God bless.